0: Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui. Everybody's favorite relationship podcast. I don't want to toot my own horn, but if the horn is there and it needs a little tooting, then you already know I'm going to do the job, okay? I'm really excited, okay? That's why I'm so freaking hyped today. But I want to give you guys a recap of the things that's been going on with me. I'm having my first live podcast in Philly on March 2nd. And it's basically sold out. It's only standing room left, but I'm so excited. I don't even know how this pot live podcast is going to go. But I'm a wing it. We're going to have a good time. I'm giving away some money. We're going to play games. We're going to do Q&As. And I think that that's my favorite part. The fact that I get to answer the questions from the people in the crowd. And they get to hear my opinion and how I feel about stuff. And, you know, I got an opinion for everything. Outside of that. I am going on a poetry tour. I'm going on a self-care and chill poetry tour to the people who love my poetry, you know, and you love, you watch the shows and everything. and You see how much fun people be having online. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at Maui underscore W, or if you follow me on TikTok, if you click the link in my bio, you will see the Cleveland tickets. You will see DC tickets. You will see Baltimore tickets. You will see Atlanta tickets. Um, Cleveland is basically sold out. It's sold out so bad in Cleveland that we had to add two shows, and both of the shows are sold out, so it's only standing room in both. That's how bad Cleveland showed off. But this week, we are adding tickets for Chicago, Charlotte, Detroit, LA, Florida, Phoenix, and I'm still thinking about Alabama, but... If you are in any of those cities, please follow me on social media so that you can see when I'm posting the dates because a lot of people that listen to the podcast, they don't really be on social media that much. They're like, oh, I didn't know that you were having a podcast or I didn't know anything about this. I want to be able to meet y'all in person. I want you to get to experience how fun the shows are. So that is the recap. Other than that, I know the girls really love the podcast that I dropped on Valentine's Day. And I think that that was much needed. You don't have to be in a relationship to love on yourself. How worthy you are is not determined by who you're in a relationship with or if you're loved by another partner. But I definitely wanted to give people things to consider because I know not even just Valentine's Day, a lot of the holidays are just lonely for some people. Another thing is, I shouldn't be saying this because I really should surprise y'all, is I decorated my whole place for the Super Bowl. I did my whole apartment over, over because, you know, I'm from Philly. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl. I was super excited. But before I went to the Super Bowl, y'all, I went to Pharmacy for Life. And if you don't know what Pharmacy for Life is, it is a store. It's a brick and mortar store. It's a website, too. But I went to the store location. Um, it is owned by Styles P. and his wife, Azul Styles. Maybe you guys seen them on Black Love. Maybe you've seen them on um, Couples Retreat on VH1. But I love Ajoa, and when I watch her on these shows, when I hear her conversation on Black Love and all these different things, like, I love her perspective. I love the conversations that she gives, and I love her insight on a lot of things. That is one of the guests that will be on a podcast, and that interview will be dropping this week on YouTube, so make sure you follow the YouTube video. I drove to New York, to Yonkers, New York interview her, then drove back home to decorate for the Super Bowl. And when I tell you my ass was tired, tired was a freaking understatement. But I want you guys to reply to this episode and let me know who are some other guests that you want to see on the podcast. I got seven episodes so far with different people and they they will start dropping on the YouTube channels. The audio clips will be dropping on here, but we will have videos this year and I'm really excited about that. So leave some comments on this video and let me know who some people that you want to see because some of y'all be knowing people that I don't know. So with that being said, the topic for today is based off some DMs that you guys sent to the page and this is more like a Q&A episode and you just take the advice that resonates with you and what you need okay so here we go how hey Maui how what do you do when the ghoster re-emerges after months he's been in therapy and his therapist encouraged him to reach out I'm no longer upset or have any ill will toward him I can accept his apology since I forgave him months back to gain my sanity back one thing about accepting an apology or making peace with the situation is you don't need the other person to do that You only need the other person when you desire to reconcile. So kudos to you for making peace with the situation. But I'm at a place in my life where what's for me will never miss me. And what's for me won't allow there to be space for me to feel unsure, for me to feel uncertain. And he could have very well been going through things in his life that would make him go somebody. But I feel like one of the things that we need to thrive in relationships is emotional security. I personally would not be able to have that emotional security thinking that at any time you could stop talking to me at any time you could just up and leave like I'm nothing. Yeah. I feel like I would be too emotionally paranoid to really love you or be there for you and show up for you at the capacity that I'm able to because I'm waiting for that other shoe to drop. So if you want to talk to them or if you want to entertain them, ask yourself, is it because they are really a good guy or is it because of my lack of options right now? Because sometimes we accept certain things or we make ourselves available for certain things because of our lack of options. And that's the reality of it. You wouldn't be settling for certain things. You wouldn't be accepting certain things or talking to certain people if you had more options. And the fact that some people don't date nobody or they don't got nobody that they like or they don't got nobody else that they talk to is the reason why they laid it with Jerome and Jerome doesn't do anything for them. He doesn't make them feel alive. There's no excitement, there's no thrill, there's no date, there's no affection, there's no attention, there's none of those, It's none of of that, okay? But it's easy to settle and compromise when you know, I don't have nobody else to talk to. And that's when our loneliness decides to make decisions for us. So to the person that asked this advice, I'm just gonna say no, it's a hard no for me. You ghosted me once, It is what it is. I'm cool. The next question is, hey, Molly, I need some advice. If you can, I've been knowing a friend, which was my boyfriend for two years now. I cheated on him back in 2021. I openly came out to him December 2022 about it because I couldn't keep lying to myself or him because I wanted to be with him. So you waited a whole year to tell him that you cheated on him. Okay. He's the one that I want and truly do love. He broke up with me. He wants to still be friends. He forgives me for the situation. He openly told me I broke his heart, but sometimes when we hang out, I truly feel like it's only about sex because it probably is. We only talk once a week. We don't talk like we used to, such as getting to know each other on a deeper level. I would try to put in the effort to show him I still want him and willing to make sacrifices to be with him. And I'm consistent with giving him motivational messages to him every morning, even though I never get a response back. My gut feeling tells me he's going on dates since he's single. I just want to know, am I doing too much? Yes. I don't know what to do. I don't want to continue giving myself up. I know it takes time, but I'm lost in the situation. When I tell you double standards are real, we will take a man back for cheating. The likeliness of a man really taking us back after finding out that we slept with somebody else is so, it's not as likely. Maybe in marriages and stuff like that. But I feel like men view us in such this pure light of my woman and she loves me so much and she'll allow me to just treat her anyway and she'll do anything to make this work. But when when the shoes get on the other foot and it's reversed, take that man to the emergency room. I know that man needed to go to the emergency room finding out that you done slept with somebody else. And it's hurtful. It's hurtful when a person that you would do anything for and that you love so much, you imagine them sharing a body with somebody else. I feel like every time that I've got cheated on, that's the topic for today. Mm. Every time I've gotten cheated on, I've literally felt sick to my goddamn stomach. I felt nauseous. I felt like my heart just got ripped out of my chest. I was so freaking sick because, and I feel like a big part of it is that you know that you did everything that you could. I would have done anything for you. If it was anything that you felt like I needed to work on in this relationship, that you had to get it from somebody else, you know I would have changed anything for you. I would have tried to do anything to make you happy. And none of that mattered. The fact that you would go get you wanted to you wanted to have your cake and eat it too. The fact that you would go get some extra from somebody else when I'm out here giving you everything that you could ever ask for and it's not enough. Oh my gosh. And let me tell y'all one thing. Y'all know I'm in a relationship and I love my man and stuff like that. And I know sometimes it might not seem like I talk about the relationships that I was in before him or prior to him or in like college and stuff like that. But let me tell you one thing. When I was in a relationship with a serial cheater, And this is outside of the fact that some people, they just decide to love with no possession and I just want more of a free relationship. I was willing to have an open relationship because I couldn't get this man to stop cheating on me. And that's when I knew it was over because you got me out here compromising my morals and what I truly believe in to try to make this relationship with you work when all you keep doing is just continuously showing me that you don't want to be with me. That's all you're doing it's showing me over and over in a million different ways in a million different languages that you do not want to be with me. And it's like, I would freaking go to the gym. I was trying to be freakier. Like, oh my God. And that's just not knowing my words. Can you imagine? I was going out of my way to please somebody, compromising so much about myself for a person that was barely doing half of that shit for me. I compromised so much of what I believed in as far as like, if a man cheat on me, that's it. I'm letting you cheat a couple times. Not once. You Are you cheating on me a couple times? I'm compromising so much of what I believe in and my morals to please you. And you don't even please me. You're not worried about me. You don't care about, care if I'm happy. Let me tell y'all, 2023, walk in this new year and stop putting your freaking happiness on a back burner. Stop putting what it takes to make you happy or satisfied in a back burner, okay? It's so many of us who are so pleasers and givers and stuff like that that we go out of our way to make everybody happy at the expense of our own happiness. I watched this video on Instagram the other day and the girl was like, they had asked her, are you ever sad when you have sex with, with your man and you don't come? She said, no, I would be more sad if I didn't make him come. Like, then, why I can't make you come? It's okay if I don't, if I don't come because maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm too much in my head, but as long as he comes, I'm satisfied. Sorry to that woman. Sorry to, may peace and blessings be upon her. Sorry to that woman, because one thing about it, I deserve to be satisfied. I de- I deserve to be satisfied. I'm not going around this world, please. I'm not doing it no more. It's a lot of y'all listening to the podcast right now and y'all make so many other people happy at the expense of y'allself. You know how much freaking emotional turmoil, did I say that right? I don't know. You know how much emotional agony you experience when you get cheated on? I'm not feeling good enough. I'm feeling like it's something wrong with me. I'm comparing myself to other women. I'm picking my body apart. I'm thinking maybe it's the way I dress. Maybe it's because I wasn't doing more of this. Maybe I do argue too much. Maybe I am always nitpicking. So now I don't even have a voice. I don't even speak up on shit that deserves to be spoken up on because I don't want to get cheated on. I don't want to be annoying. I'm probably annoying him. I'm probably getting on his nerves. Fuck if he getting on my nerves. To hell with it if I, freaking he make me mad, if he's disrespectful, if I don't feel appreciated, if I don't feel loved, if I don't feel desired or any of those things. I'm literally revolving my life around pleasing somebody that don't care if I'm happy. Oh, my gosh. Listen. That's what I was doing, though. And this is what I was doing. I was listening, I told y'all before I listened to some, I would make voice memos in my car crying in my voice memos. I would never get on the internet with the camera in my face crying. But I would make voice memos in my car talking about what I was going through so that I could go back and listen to it and just hope that it would just stick in my goddamn head to not go back. Like that's all I wanted. Like I just wanted it to just stick. Like maybe if I leave these voice memos, if I go back and play them and listen to them, i finally get it through my goddamn head to leave his ass. And the thing about it, it makes it so difficult for the next person because you don't know. You don't know. If I, do I truly deserve to be loved? Maybe this is the best that I could get. And it's crazy when you're in a relationship And you're getting treated like shit. And let's not even just say shit because sometimes shit is not always the most, maybe that's not always the capacity of how you're getting treated. When you're getting treated in a way that's that's not how you desire to be treated, a part of you feels like, maybe this is all I can get. And it's crazy because right now in this moment, you're not getting nothing. So the fact that you feel like maybe this is the best that I can do and you're not getting nothing right now is crazy to me. When I would think like you know it's no point. And he would manipulate me. He would say stuff like oh if you go out there and talk to nobody Because we did like a, a, at minimum we did still go on dates. Like he did date me all the time. But outside of going on dates they were guilt dates and he was still a piece of crap. He would always say like you if you go talk to somebody else they're not going take you on all these dates they're not gonna do all of these things and you know us girls we like to be treated nicely and we make excuses for certain behavior because it's like oh well at least he do this or at least this is not that bad and I turn I got I got so deep down that hole of feeling like well we go out at least it's not that bad or he give me money so this is not that bad The cheating, not that bad The disrespect but to have somebody yelling at you like shut the fuck up or get the fuck out of my face or don't fucking question me. And just to feel so low. And at that place I was I was financially dependent on that rela- on that relationship. So I couldn't even really speak up the way I wanted to. Out of fear that he wouldn't do certain things for me. So now like I'm in this I'm in this emotionally low place. I don't feel good about myself. I'm I'm so watered down. And let me tell you something else. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's some women who will be who will naturally be submissive to a man who leads properly, and it's her pleasure it's her pleasure to please a man who does what he's supposed to do. And then it's, it's women who I don't want to say pick me's, but like you doing what, whatever he say because you don't want him to leave you, or you don't want him to be mean to you, or talk to you a certain type of way. And it's definitely been times where I was in a relationship and I was being nice and doing whatever you say because I just wanted to keep the peace. I was so emotionally beat up. Like they whooped my ass emotionally, not physically, but in an emotional sense. That you ever just be laying next to somebody and it's just like, I don't even got it in me no more. Like I don't even have it to argue with you. Like I don't even want, like you You notice things, you might notice them texting Somebody or you might put two and two Together and realize they lied about something You don't even have It in your spirit to freaking bring It up no more, like I have Reached that place of like I don't even Care Like I can't do this no more Like I was so broken down emotionally That I just, I didn't have no fight left in me no more I'm laying in the bed with somebody. I feel alone. I don't feel loved. I know that they don't love me big. I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel valued. I don't feel any of those things. And it was crazy. Like, it was crazy because I had stayed for a while. And when they really start just being super disrespectful, and I made a post about this on Instagram. I made a video about this. Like some people would just try to make you hate them. They don't really want to leave you because there's so many benefits and perks to being with you. So they'd be trying to force you to leave them so they could be like, well, you left me. Well, you don't want anyone to be with me. I know it sounds crazy because it's like, oh, well, if you don't want to be with me, why don't you just leave instead of treating me like shit? I don't want to leave you because there's still a lot of perks and benefits to being with you but they're not gonna treat you right either. It was crazy to me because at a certain point, it was like, you, ha- you, you gotta be trying to force me to leave you. There's no way, there's no way. It wasn't in any other language that this person could say or show me that they did not wanna be with me. And we try to make excuses for why people do certain things or they just don't know how to control the anger. They don't communicate properly. Your intuition will never steer you wrong. And I know sometimes I say it's a thin line between intuition and insecurity. But let me tell you something. You know when it's your intuition. And one thing about it, no matter how you try to lower that voice, it'll get louder and louder. No matter how much you try to lower your inner voice, it'll start yelling. And you will never be able to make excuses for stuff that's right in front of your face, stuff that you are seeing with your own eyes. No matter how much you, you could love a person and stuff like that, but it is what it is. They might not love you back. And if you ever read the book, book bell hooks, all about love, you know, in the book, she says, if a person loves you, they can never purposely hurt you. And now we consider all the relationships. We reconsider the relationships that we've been in because how many times you've been with somebody and they purposely went out their way to hurt you. They purposely lied or manipulated you so that the outcome could be beneficial to them. They used you. They led you on. They played in your face. Any of those capacities. There's certain people that we love so much. I couldn't do that shit to you. I couldn't do it to you. On my worst day, I couldn't do certain people the way they did me on my worst day. And it's just because it's just not in me to do certain things. It's been times where my heart has been broken into a million pieces. I would have loved to, like, have a fit of rage and, like, bust some windows out and curse people out and say mean, hurtful things to them and F this and you stupid. This. I couldn't because it's just not in me. I want to be with a person that is not in their character to do those things either. So when we think about the person that we see ourselves with, or we think about, like, how we want to be loved or who we want to be loved by, I hope that it's a person with good character. I hope that it's a person that he's not going to do me like that or do certain things because it's not in his character. It's not in her character. They just don't carry themselves that way. They just don't treat people that way. They just don't talk to people that way. We be so focused on the outer shell of people. We be so focused on what our type is that we forget that one of our types is being somebody that's nice to us somebody that's kind and gentle and emotionally intelligent and and considers us we be so focused on he's six foot nice teeth good job nice car on place i want somebody that can handle me with care i want to be loved properly not only do i want to love be loved properly but i realize for me In the environments that I thrive in, I thrive in environments where I'm loved, loud, and passionately. Like, I want you laying up under me. I want to be kissed on. Like, I want to feel like, oh my gosh, back up. Because it's been a lot of times where I felt like I had to back up. (laughs) Not clingy and obsessive, but I want a healthy obsession. Obsession. I like my love to be. It's a healthy obsession. This person don't play about me. This person would do anything for me. This person loves me so much. I could feel it. Yesterday, I was on the phone with my my boyfriend niece. We always on the phone chatting it up. Shout out to charnay We always having a good convo. I told her that she needs to be on a podcast, y'all. So hopefully she get her hair done and she could be on a podcast. Um, or we could just do an audio one, but me and her always having a good conversation. And she had asked me like, you remember when Khalif said that he loved you? And I said, yeah, but I knew he loved me before he said it because I can feel it. I was able to feel it by the way he looked at me, by the way he talked to me, the things that he said to me. So when he finally said it, it was funny to me because like, boy, I already knew you love me. I can feel it whenever I'm around you. At minimum, I want to be able to feel it too. Like, I want to feel loved. I want to lay on you and I could just feel the energy tra- transfer of how much you love me. Like, I want to be able to feel the energy transfer of how much you appreciate me by the way that you look at me when you eat my food. By the way that you hold me and smile. And when you think about all the positive aspects of love and how the and the ways that you desire to be loved. It makes you not want to settle. It makes you feel dehydrated when you're in a place that you're not supposed to be. It makes you feel so thirsty for what, what it is that you crave because I'm over here going without. When you forcing yourself to be in a place that you're not supposed to be in, you literally feel like you are starving. You are craving more intimacy. You are craving more deeper conversations. You are craving a better emotional connection. You are craving intimacy that don't involve having sex. Lay across my lap so I can rub your beard. Tell me about your day and how everybody at that job had you fucked up. Tell me about a time in your life that you was really disappointed in yourself. Tell me about a time in your life where you thought you would never make it through the situation and you did. I don't want to just lay here. What what you do today? Nothing. What you doing? Like, I want something deep. I want some passion. I want romance. I want fire and sparks. I want my feet rubbed. I want to be kissed on. I want to be everything but disrespected and mishandled. I've had that before, I know what that's like. I don't thrive in those environments. It doesn't make me feel good. I don't show up in my, as my best self in those spaces. I only wanna be in spaces that inspires me to show up as my best self. It's a lot of women who wanna live in a soft girl era or soft season and just be loved properly and be as feminine and divine as they wanna be and they can't because they are in places where they constantly have to protect and defend themselves. I wanna be in places that make me feel like I'm consistently on a cloud. Not like I'm in a goddamn jail, so. But another thing about it is don't be afraid to be patient until you get exactly what you ask for. Don't be out here temporarily settling just so that you don't be lonely, just so that you can have some company because what you're looking for, it exists. Don't be wasting your time with shit that you know will never satisfy you when you know what you're looking for exists. Don't you entertain things that you know in the long run will never make you happy or satisfy you when you know what you're looking for exists? Stop playing around. All you doing is wasting your time. How many lessons do you need to learn? Come on now, it ain't that many lessons in the world. Probably is, but like at least let it be a different. Like let the lesson be in a different subject category. Goddamn. How many relationship lessons are you gonna learn? Let the lessons be like career wise or something. Goddamn. I don't think it's that many relationship lessons that you need to learn, sis. Like seriously, at this point, you're the ish. You're the issue. <laughs> at one point, it was like, damn, how many lessons I'm gonna learn? This is like my seventeenth lesson. Lesson, I got it. It gotta be me. The drama has to be me. Maybe it's me picking the same type of guys. Jeez, Louise. Nonetheless, that was the episode for the day. I'm getting ready to record a new episode with one of our special guests today. And I can't wait for you to watch it. The ladies are definitely going to enjoy this guest being on the podcast. And I know y'all can thank me later. If you haven't ordered my ebook from my website called Love Story, it's a self love guide that's all that's all about loving yourself, putting yourself first, and ten steps that I need you to use when it comes to dating. Ten steps. The ebook is just thirteen dollars, and when you order the ebook, it goes directly to your email so that you can read it like today. You should have read it yesterday, but if read it today. I hope everybody enjoys a self care Sunday, and I'm gonna talk to y'all soon.